Okay, we're about halfway through Kavdalat Amad Aleph. And we'll see how it goes, but you'll see it. it's it's not that many words, and it's not even like so hard in the words. It's more just like conceptually, it's uh, it's a little bit tricky. So we have to get through it. So it says as follows: Bakodesh Pasul. So this is the next piece in the Mishnah, which was based the basic distinction that we saw that when it comes to truma, you can hit a shlishi l'tuma. When it comes to kachim, revi l'tuma, and that's what we call pasul, the last stage. So Gemara says like this: Tanya Amar Biosi Minayin Revi Bakodeshu Pasul. Okay, so pretty straightforward question. From where do we know? From where do we know we have such a concept that Revi works when it comes to uh, Kodesh? Kodesh. Okay, the Gemara says as follows: Vidinu. Um, it's actually logical, and Din usually means a Kavachomer. Umamechus are kipurim shemuter betruma pasul bekodesh shlishi she pasul betruma eno din she yaseh revi lakodesh. Okay, so how does it work like this? Mechus are kipurim. The term mechus are kipurim we've seen before is a person who has gone through the tahara process. Okay, usually a seven day tuma. They've gone to the mikvah during the day and the seventh day. They've had ha'arev shemesh in the evening of the seventh the seventh night. And then all they're missing to be completely tahor is the following morning, the eighth morning, they have to bring a type of korban. They're lacking a kapara, right? Some type of atonement from their from their tahara. But that's, that's what the Mishnah and Brachot, right? The first Mishnah and Brachot, right? Talks about the idea of koanim nechazim nachobichumatan. So the idea there is that that's after the ha'arev shemesh, they can eat shruma, but they wouldn't be allowed to eat kajim. That's what it says here. So he's not allowed to eat kajim until the following day. So if that's true, a shlishi latuma, which is puzzle for truma, shouldn't all the more so it make a revi'i lakodesh as well? Okay. So, okay, let's keep going. V'lamdenu shlishi lakodesh min ha'atorah u'revi'i b'kal b'chomer. And oh, sorry, not London. Lamanu, we learned the Shlishi for Kodesh from the Torah itself, and then we'll be able to get the Revi from this Kalvachomer. How does that work? Shlishi la Kodesh min Torah minayin. What's the source for there being a Shlishi for Kodeshim in the Torah? Dichtiv, as it says in Vayikra Perik Zion, Vabasar Asher Yigab Bechol Tamei Lo Yeachel. Meat that touches anything Tamei may not be eaten. We're going to read the whole thing, then we'll see a bunch of Rashi's, okay? Milo askinan dinaga b'sheni v'ka'amu rachmana lo yeachel. Aren't we dealing with a case where the meat had touched a sheni latuma, and the Torah is telling us it should not be eaten, meaning that it's tamay. So if it touched a sheni, now it became a shlishi. And it's saying, don't you? Okay, so you see, that's a source for shlishi in the Torah. And then revi mikam b'chomer ha'demran, and the revi v'kam b'chomer, just like we said, Right, so once we know there's a shlishi for truma, so there's also a revi for kachim. Okay, pretty straightforward, except every single stage of that probably needs more explanation. So let's jump back into the Rashi's here to explain. Okay, um, let's see as follows. Okay, let's look at the Rashi. Eino dinshi revi lakodesh. Okay, what's this Kalvachomer actually? Okay, the Kalvachomer, let's repeat the Kalvachomer. He said, if Mechusar Kippurim is permitted to eat Truma, but he's not allowed to eat Kajim, so shouldn't we logically then say that Ashlishi the Tumah, which is Pasul for Truma, so all the more so, it should be able to transfer Tumah to the Ravi. Now that in words, you can say sort of makes sense. Why is that logically true? Right? Why is that logically true? That if a machus or kippurim is limited, there's a limitation on the truma 
that we see by, uh, excuse me, there's no limitation uh, for truma, but there is a limitation for Kachim. So you see there's an access that the Mechusar Kippurim has to, uh, to truma that they don't have to Kachim. So logically as well, if there's a, so truma seemingly then can reach a certain level of tumma, let's say shlishi, but kajim has a higher level of tumma, right? Which would be a revi. Okay, so Rashi says as follows: Now im tomar is a funny phrase because im tomar is usually a phrase we see in Tosvot, which introduces a question, right? If you'll say, right? That's a polite way of saying here's the kasha. But Rashi doesn't usually do it, but here he does. Vim tomar he says, wait a second. There's a principle when it comes to Kalbachomeris called Dayola Vominadin Lyokanidom. What does Dayola Vominadin Lyokanidom mean? Um, it means as follows. Dayomi is as die, like enough. Meaning, the. When you learn the Kalbachomer, you can only really extrapolate from the Kalbachomer the same level of stringency that was applied. Meaning, let's give, a, let's give a, an example of a, of a Kalbachomer, even just logically, and show what that means. Okay, so um, let's say like this. Let's say, um, okay, this is a dumb example. Let's say I uh, want to go to an amusement park, okay? And I'm a little nervous. I'm a kid. I'm, I'm 12 years old. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to be tall enough to go on the rides I want to go on. So I'll say like this. Okay, I have a friend. We'll call him uh, Yankel. Okay, so Yankel is shorter than I am. So I say, Yankel, have you been to the amusement park? He says, yes. I said, did you ride, the, you know, I don't know, whatever the ride was, uh, the Super Duper uh, roller coaster? And he says, yes. I said, well, if Yankel rode the Super Duper roller coaster, if he's, if he's tall enough for that, and I'm taller than he is, so Calva Homer, I'm able to ride that same roller coaster. Yeah, so far so good? Okay. But what if I want to say like this? Yankel, did you ride the Super Duper roller coaster? Yes. Ah, so if Yankel is shorter than me and he rode the Super Duper, then I'm probably tall enough to ride the Super Duper Duper roller coaster. She said, well, that's not logical. That's a different roller coaster. I, don't, I can't learn anything about that. That's not how, that's not lo- logic. It doesn't work like that. And that's what Dayola Vonadin Yokanidom means. I can apply to the more Hamur case, in this case being taller, at least the same level as the more Kal thing. But why more? Meaning, so same thing here, you might want to say, when it comes to Kachim, yeah, if I see that a true, the person who's eating Truma is not allowed to eat it, so I would say, yeah. You know, it should be the same as truma, minimally the same as truma. But who's to say there's an extra level of of tuma for kachim? That, that's that's beyond that. So look at Rashi. So I won't need the kalbachomer because I have the shlishi from the Torah. So Rashi actually says here, whenever you can reject the kalbachomer, you don't say Now it's interesting because Rashi seems to be approaching. This is something for we're not going even here, but Rashi seems to be approaching dayo not as a logical perspective, but as a technical point. Like it's technically speaking, you can't say dayo, but when you can like reject the kalbachomer, you don't say dayo. All right. But he goes on to say, as we're saying, Babakama, Ulamanda Murnami Amin Dayo. Now, according to the person who says also Dayo, we'll say as follows. Hani Malo Durabanin. We say, yeah, it's true. Maybe it's true that we have the Shlishi Mida Oraita, but then we have Malo Durabanan, the extra stringencies Mida Rabanan, uh, to go farther and farther. Vilab Doraita. It's just like whatever general thing we want to say, oh, we learned Shlishi for Kodesh. It's a nice statement, but we don't really need it per se, because we could have still gotten the Kalbachomer even without it, um, using this idea of Malot Derabanan. Anyway, okay, so Rashi just throws this idea of Dayo, it's interesting, but nonetheless. Okay, now look at this, the other point. Where do we learn this idea of Shlishi for Kodesh? So again, it comes from the Pasuk, Vabasar Shi Gabachotome. So look at Rashi. Milo Askinan. 
Isn't it implied in the positive that did not go They were talking about Kajan that touched the Shani. How do we know that? How do you know from the Pazuk? How do you know from the Pazuk that the Kajim touched the Shani and it became a Shlishi? Like, where did that come from? Rashi says, We find that a Shani is called Tameh. Right, whatever's in it is called, is, is, is Tameh. So if the Kli, that the Tameh thing is in, or whatever, whatever's inside the Kli, so the Kli is a Rishon, whatever's in the Kli becomes Tameh. So the things inside becomes Shani. Tameh, and it's called a Tameh. And as we know, the term Tameh implies being able to pass on to him to something else. Okay? Um, sorry, last place. Okay, so the point is that it says the, the, the meat that touches anything Tameh, so since it's already identified the thing in the, in the Kli as being Tameh, and we know inside the Kli has to be a Shani, so this thing that whatever touches the Shani is also Tameh, that means it's a Shlishi. And the Pasuk is talking about Basar Shlamim. Okay, anyhow, so the point is that that's how we are able to figure it out. It's not the most uh, obvious. I mean, if you say it in words, it makes sense, but you have to need a little more explanation. Okay, Tov. So that's the issue of Revi'i when it comes to Kodesh. Great. Moving along. It says, if, truma in nitmate vachule, uh, if you look back in the Mishnah, the case here, the Truma is saying, if one, remember the Truma de Rabbanan, so it says, if one of your hands becomes Tameh, the other hand is not Tameh. It comes to Kachim, if you touch the Truma with one hand, your other hand is also Tameh. Remember, this is also in, always in contradistinction to Truma de Oraita, where your whole body becomes Tameh, right? The, the idea of uh, your, you know, one hand being Tameh, that's only a de Rabbanan concept, but Kachim, both of these, both your hands become Tameh. So the Gemara says as follows. Amar Shizvi, Rav Shizvi says, Bichiburin Shanu. We only learn this when it comes to Chiburin. What's Chiburin? Look at Rashi. Bichiburin Shanu. Matnitin te katani yad mitama at chaverta la Kodesh. The Mishnah which taught us that one hand makes the other hand, its fellow hand, Tameh, for Kodesh. Kagon is the following case. Shebeod shehayad hatmeah nogat letohora. When, while the Tame hand was touching the Tahor hand, let's say your right hand touching your left hand, the left hand was at the same time touching the Kodesh thing. Okay? Um, last place. The guns are Rabbanan, because the reason it makes sense is the Rabbanan made a decree, because we're concerned that the Tame hand may then touch the Kodesh itself. Okay? Um, Fine, let's stop the Rashi there. Okay, so that's what Rashi is saying. That's only Bechiburin that is true. And this idea that the second hand is Tameh is only Bechiburin while it's touching the Kachim. And while the two hands are touching, that's when we're concerned about it, but otherwise not. So, Aval, Shalom Bechiburin, says the Gemara, says Rashi, but if it's not Bechiburin, lo. Okay, look at Rashi again. About Shalobichiburin, first white line. Shalacha Shapir Shamina Tohora, that once the right hand stops touching the left hand, Chazra Tohora Binagaba Kodesh, and then the left hand would touch the Kodesh, Tahor, the Kodesh would be Tahor in that case. The, the, the fact that you touch the right hand to the left hand doesn't make it even a Shlishi to then make the Kajim a Ravi. Okay, so the right, so the, so the two hands don't have an effect on each other, even though it's a single shot in the Mishnah, except while the Tahor hand is touching the Kachim, then it would be like this direct line meter the bottom, otherwise not. Okay, the Gemara says, A to be Abaye, so Abaye has the following, Abaye has the following Kasha. It says in the Brayta, Yad Niguva Mitama Chaverta Litame Kodesh. A dried hand can be Mitame, its fellow hand, 
to be able to make Kachim Tamei. Avalo the Truma, Divi Rebbe. But not for Truma, says Rebbe. That wouldn't be a problem. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudomer, leave soul. It can make the Kachim Pasul, Avalo the Tamei. But not to make a Tamei, again, right? Which would mean it can make other things Tamei. Now, um, look at Rashi quickly. Yad Niguva, Avapisha, Eimba Mashkin. Even though it doesn't have liquid on it, it can be in the Tamei, it's a Kodesh, Asod Revi. Okay? And Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Domer, Salam Rashi, Chaverto Poselot to the Kodesh of Elomitama. Right, the other hand can make it possible, but not Tame. Now, back in the Gemara. Here's the logic from Rashi. E Amrat Bishlama. It would make sense if you say, Shalobichiburin. That's a case where they're not touching each other. That's what we're talking about. Hainu Rabute Ninaguva. That's the extra teaching of the fact that the hand is dry. That even though it's dry, it does it has a hazard doesn't have that effect. Ali Amar Bichiburin in Shalobichiburin Love. If you say like Rav Shizvi does, that this whole principle is only Bichiburin. That yes, but without Chiburin, no, my Rabuta de Neguva. What would be the extra teaching of Neguva? What are we saying here? Look in the Rashi. E Amr Bishma Shalobi Chibur. He says, E Amr Bishma Shalobi Chiburin Ka Amr Dimitama. It makes sense if you say that when it's not Chiburin, that's when it's saying it's Mitamei. Hainu Rabuta de Neguva. This is the what we're learning about the fact that it's dry. Meaning dry, generally speaking, maybe wouldn't be as uh, able to transmit Tuma as a wet. Even though it was dried out when it touched the next thing. Right, we're not worried that maybe the tahor hand touched the liquids. I mean, the liquids on the tamah hand. Right, the liquids on the... Um, Okay, because uh, let's review one more line. The kol haboselat truma mitamei mashkin liyot chila. The havila hachiad nami shnia machmat hamashkin kmo chaverta. Okay, so the idea is like this: that if you have a lick, uh, a hand, let's say it's a sheni l'tuma, liquid on the hand becomes back to a rishon. Okay, which is weird. Okay, so then if you if the other hand would touch the wet hand, so then the the tahor hand would become a sheni, which then can make even truma uh, tamei. Okay. That would be the idea, but we're not worried about it. Says this, apparently, says the uh, the Brita. Okay, uh, so I lost my place in the Rashi. Right, so that's again the mala that the rabbana made. Right, this extra stringency that the hand can be mitame its other one to make it a shani just like it for kodesh. Now. So that's true. That, that would make sense if we didn't have an issue of chiburin. But if you say it only applies to chiburin, and the whole concern is maybe the tamei hand touches the kodesh directly. Right, it's not about the right, the right hand and the left hand touching each other, and and the effect that the wet hand could have on the left hand. And we're saying it's even a dry hand. No, it's saying that the concern is that the right hand dafka touches the food itself. My rebuta de neguva. What's the, what's the extra thing taught by the dry hand? Altu yam kamaita lo lakodesh below mashkin haloshnei. Meaning the, the the right hand, which we're saying is tame anyways. If that's if the concern that's going to touch the the kodesh up directly, of course that's going to be tame. It doesn't make sense. Let me just repeat quickly. But the idea is as follows: that the fact says Abaye that the bright is dealing with an issue of yad niguva making the other hand tamei, the dry hand making the dry right hand making the left hand tamei. 
So that chiddush is only because we're assuming that then this hand over here, if it touches the kachim, makes it pasul. Right? That's the concern. No, not no, not right. That's why that this bracha that the Bible is quoting that would be the chiddush. This is dry, touches this. Even though this is dry, it makes this tummy. If this were wet, of course this is tummy. But if it's dry, it still makes the tummy. So when this goes and touches the kachim, it would be tummy. But if the only chiddush is that this this makes this tummy while this is touching, it's like you know electrical shock, whatever, right? right? If, if that was the chiddush, then well, who cares if this hand is dry or not? The whole concern is that this hand is going to be t- touching the the kachim. This hand makes the kachim tummy no matter what, dry or wet. It doesn't make any difference at all. So the bias says the fact that it's discussing dry hand indicates that the issue is this hand touching the kachim, not this hand, because we want to the status of this hand. And that seems to indicate that the issue that the Rav Shizri is incorrect, that we can't be limiting it to the case of Chiburin. That make sense? It's complicated. Yeah? yeah. Let me explain one more time. I'll stop the recording, but 